Hello and welcome back to the Honey Hive. This is Honey. I welcome you. Um, I want to offer you just a little bit of a disclaimer. Uh, before you listen to my podcast, and this this applies to this podcast and all future podcasts. Number one, I am not a doctor. I'm not a professional. Any opinions that you hear on this podcast are just that, opinions. When somebody asks me for advice, I'm happy to offer it, but it's not a professional opinion in any way. Also, this is a very explicit podcast. You should be able to tell by the title of the podcast and the names of the episodes, but I will just go ahead and tell you, usually it gets rather sexually explicit on my podcast. So there you go. Those are my disclaimers. Please do not proceed if you have sensitive ears because I don't have much of a filter. Okay, got that out of the way. Uh, uh, today, 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 what do I want to talk about? Okay, I received an email. And, um, and then I received a request in the chat room. So when the request came in the chat room, and it was the second time in one day that I had been asked to do a podcast on this topic, I decided that I would do it. And it's actually a very interesting topic. So thank you for asking. The topic is cuckolds and cum restriction. Those are two separate things. Cuckolds and cum restriction. And there are two topics that I actually have experience in and enjoy. And I have quite an opinion as well. And I'll probably get a little deep regarding, um, well, maybe on both topics. So just bear in mind while you're listening to me, I am not a professional. I know sometimes I sound like I know what I'm talking about. It's just my opinion. It's just my opinion and it's just my experience. Okay, guys? Okay. So, recently, I was listening to a podcast and I don't even know the name of it. I don't know the name of the women that were doing it, but hosting it. But it was two women. They sounded, they sounded like probably in their 40s, 30s, 40s, could even have been 50s. I don't know. I didn't see a picture of them or anything. But I was listening to them and they were talking about cuckolding. And they were talking about how cuckolding is not about humiliation. That cuckolding is just about, uh, gosh, I don't even know how they ex described it. And, and, and you know what? I'm not even going to talk about how they described it and what they said it actually is to them. The main point is they said it's not about humiliation. They actually said that if it involves humiliation, it's being done wrong. That cuckolding is about love. Now, I do not deny that a person 
a woman who cuckolds her husband loves him. I, I, I don't deny that. Uh, in some cases, she might not. And the cuckolding is, it, it actually comes from a place of, of I don't want to say hate, but it comes from a place of dissatisfaction. Um, so so I, I disagree. While, while I accept the fact that some loving wives and husbands do cuckold, I, I get that. I know. I, I do think that cuckolding in general, it's, it's about humiliation. Um, it, there are men who enjoy a woman doing all different, just various things to them. Some of them like, I mean, they all like different things. It might be small penis humiliation. The actual word humiliation is built right into that. <laughs> um, it could be uh, cum restriction. It could be just making him watch her with another man. It could be caging him. It, there's so many different things that she could do to him to cuckold him. She could make him accompany her to a bar and make him sit across the room and watch her as she flirts with other men. There's a lot of different things that she could do to him. And the men like it. The, the cuckolding that I have been a part of has never been in person. I've never had a one-on-one -on -one, uh, experience in person. I've only had experiences online. And when I first started doing it, I was not comfortable with it at all because it is about humiliation. And that is what the men want you to do. And if you don't, if you do not deliver that, they're not going to be satisfied. So I had to learn how to achieve that for them. And I have been told by the men that I do it with that, and they all knew, they knew that I was new and I didn't know how to do it. And they, they were patient with me and over time, and it didn't take too long, but over time I learned how to humiliate them the way that they wanted to be humiliated. And they love it very much. As a matter of fact, they come back to me over and over again. And they say that their orgasms with me are the best they've ever had, which is what keeps them coming back. So while I am not a person who enjoys humiliation in my own relationships, I definitely enjoy humiliation with a man who is a cuckold, wants to be a cuckold, and it's online. I have no idea if I could do it in person. Like I said, I've never done that. But online, with men who enjoy this, I really like it. And it is humiliating for them. But you learn what it is that they want and what they want to hear. And since we're, we're online... You have to say the things that they want to hear. And as I said before, it could be uh, you need to tell them that you want to be with another man, that 
they can't satisfy you. And usually that's, that's pretty much what it is. Even for the, um, SPH, the small penis humiliation, usually they want to hear how dissatisfying a smaller cock is and how satisfying a larger cock is. Um, that is usually, I mean, it's, again, it's built, you know, into the, the, the name of it, small penis humiliation. That's what they want to hear. And the more you can describe to them how dissatisfying the size of their cock is, and how you like bigger cocks, the harder they're going to come. And that's what that's what you're trying to achieve, right? So, yeah. So, cuckolding definitely has a place uh, amongst uh, men and in the fetish world. And, like I said, it, it's, it just runs the gamut of different things that a man could want. Uh, he, he may want to be even more severely humiliated. I've never had anybody... Well, I, I have, I have one man who enjoys, and he listens to this podcast. So hello, my little loser. He enjoys being called a loser. He enjoys me telling him what a loser he is. That's, that's degrading, but not, I mean, to him, it's what he wants. And I don't judge people and what they enjoy. I learn what they enjoy and I give it to them. That's that's what I do, if I'm able to. Um, there are definitely some things I don't do, guys. Um, but cuckolding's not one of them. I, I will cuckold a man. Uh, so, so yeah, so that's cuckolding. Um, I, wanna, I want to move on to um, cum restriction or cum denial. I mentioned caging earlier. I have no experience with caging a cock. I've seen it. I've asked questions about it of men who come into my room who are currently wearing one. Uh, I personally like cum restriction or denial. I like masturbation denial. And I'll explain to you. And I, I have talked about this on previous podcasts, but I will explain to you for this this. Um, this podcast, I'll explain to you what I mean. And I, I enjoy doing this with the person I'm in a relationship with. And this is only something that has come up in the last year or so since I was dating one particular man. I have no idea why it suddenly came up. I just know that I explored it with him and I really enjoy it. And he allows me to do it because obviously you have to have a partner partner who is willing to allow you to uh, dictate to them when they can masturbate or when they cannot. So the way that I do it is I tell him when, when we are not together, I don't want you to masturbate at all. Unless you tell me you really need to. And you just need to know, if it's within four days of us having a scheduled date, I'm going to say no. And at first, he he agreed, but, and I don't know if he just agreed and never planned on doing it, or if he went into it really wanting to try it. I'm really not sure. I've never asked I know he did not succeed the first few times 
And of course, he didn't want to tell me, but I, I always discover when he's not been uh, faithful to his promise to not masturbate. <laughs> I always discover it. Um, so, so over time, he has gotten more conditioned, I guess, to doing it. Because I think because I proved to him, and this is the reason I like doing it, I proved to him that if he will abstain and follow the time schedule of when he can and when he can't, when he has to stop, that when we get together, his his hard-on, his erection, his desire, and his uh, orgasm, all are going to be off the charts. They're going to be intense. And that's what I want. I want, I want that from him. Um, I, you know, th this is, this is a man and, uh, you know, a lot of men watch porn. So this is a guy who watches porn, which means unfortunately, and guys don't get this, maybe they do. When a man watches porn a lot and, and a lot by that, I just mean maybe he masturbates daily and he always uses porn. Um, that would that would be a lot. But there are some men that do even more than that. They masturbate multiple times a day. They watch porn every time. And they also watch porn when they're not masturbating because they just like it. That would be excessive. Um, and this guy that I'm referring to, he watched it a lot. So anytime he wanted to masturbate, he would turn it on and he put, he would put thought into it. You know, what does he want to see, you know, or, or whatever. And so when men do that, they become a little desensitized to being aroused by a real woman. <sighs> Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to say that men can't get aroused at all by a real woman. I don't, I don't mean that. What I, what I mean is their levels of desire, their urges are down because of the masturbation, because of the orgasm. Now, if he would, and men in general, if they would say to themselves, okay, I'm going to stop watching porn because that makes me come faster because, you know, I can see something that's going on. So maybe if I stop watching porn, maybe I'll stop wanting to masturbate as much. Let's see how my sex life goes. You know, what happens? I'm guaranteeing you what's going to happen is whoever your partner is, is going to get a hell of a lot more sex and they're going to get a lot more intense desire. And I told him that he didn't buy it. He, he, he actually said, and I don't know if he was just fucking with me so that I wouldn't do it, but he actually said, maybe it will hurt me. You know, maybe, maybe if I don't use it, I'll lose it. I'm like, it doesn't work that way. And I even sent him an article, like read it. I think it was, I think it was a men's health article. I'm like read it. Not masturbating makes you want more sex, makes you ejaculate more makes you have a huge load. If you want a raging hard on and you want a huge load and you want to look at your woman and be off the charts aroused by her, stop touching yourself. Okay? Guys, that's I know that's counterintuitive. But it fucking works. 
he finally started listening to me. And the first time he listened to me, and I knew it because he was so horny. He he's he always wants me. I'm not saying he doesn't, but this was intense. The whole thing was intense. And his load, because I, I gave him head, because I wanted, we both talked about it. And I'm like, I want, I want to know how much you come. He came an excessive amount. And he was able to get hard again and come again pretty quick. Which he always... I don't know why this man, he surprises himself every time. How did I do that? How did I get hard again in the same day and come? I never do that. It's like, oh my God, stop. You want me. Deal with it. <laughs> but this time, this time it was pretty quick and his his erection was just as hard. So since he, we have been practicing this, when we're together, we could, we have a lot of sex. And... He's very hard-headed, and he listens to my podcast, too. So I am sorry for saying that, babe, but you're very hard-headed. Very hard-headed. And he doesn't want to accept what I'm saying. I think he does now, but for the longest time, he didn't want to accept it. Plus, you know, he's a creature of habit. He's, he just wants his porn, and he wants his hand on his cock. And I'm like, babe, do you enjoy that more than you enjoy me? Well, of course not but you're not here. I know. But when we get together, if you haven't been touching yourself, if you haven't been orgasming, can you imagine how intense it's going to be? And so, yeah, he finally did it. We finally, I finally proved to him that my theory was right. And he agreed. He was pretty amazed by it. But you know what, guys? You know what? He still has a tough time agreeing to do this. Sometimes he's like, no, I, I want to do it. I want to do it. I, want, I don't want to, I don't want to do anything until I see you. Okay. And that's awesome. I love it. But other times what he does is he stops talking to me about sex. You know why? Cause he's fucking masturbating. <laughs> so, so while come restrict, restriction, excuse me, while come restriction, and denial works to give you a more intense sex life. Don't expect that it's going to be easy to do. I mean, listen to my experience with my guy. It's very difficult for him to do that, even though he knows the rewards are plenty. And he knows how much I love it. So I have a fetish, and you all probably know this. I have a fetish. And yes, it is actually a fetish um, for men coming, um, for my man coming. Uh, I like him to come fast. And I, well, I just like him to come fast. I like him to come fast. I like him to be so aroused he can't control himself. And so that's, that's what bore this whole thing. I wanted him to be so aroused he couldn't control himself. This man has pretty good willpower, power, and I wanted to, it's not that I wanted to break it, but I, I do, I did, I did want to sort of control that. I wanted that power, number one, I wanted to feel the power in him when he just had to have it and he would just take it from me, 
And number two, it gave me power. It made me feel very empowered that, and, and again, for a feminist, that's probably extremely counterintuitive, but for me being honey, that made me feel very empowered that he wanted me so bad. He couldn't keep his hands off me. And then when he got me, he came quick. And then he wanted me again pretty quickly after that for me makes me feel powerful. It makes him the aggressor. It makes him the one in the power seat. Yes. But as it turns out, because of who I am, we're both powerful in that situation. And that's, that's pretty awesome. I think. So that's how I use come restriction. And as far as come denial, I really, I'm, I'm, I think I'm pretty much using that term wrong because come denial usually is more like you're one-on-one -on -one and, um, you, maybe you masturbate the person or you let, you allow them to masturbate in front of you or, or a man is, is fucking you. And then just as you're ready to come, boom, they stop. It's just, you know, they, they don't let you, it's like edging a person, except edging a lot of times, you know, unless you're doing it over a period of a long, many, many days, edging can result in an orgasm soon. Whereas come denial is, no, you're not getting it. I'll tell you when you can have it. And it might be a week later. And I don't do that. That's not what I do. So I, forget I even said that. I, I don't do come denial. I could never do come denial. I love his come too much. <laughs> and I loved orgasm. So I, I wouldn't like it if a man tried to come denial me. I, I, if a man told me that that was his thing, I probably wouldn't date him. Um, I, I'm not interested in come denial. Uh, now come restriction because we're going to see each other soon. That's different. Nobody's edging me and then telling me no. It's actually the opposite. It's no, we're not, we're not having sex. We're not having sex till we see each other. So do whatever you got to do to keep your mind off of sex. You know, and I tell him, look, if it gets really bad and you, because he gets grouchy. He gets grouchy. He could, he could turn into like a bear when he needs to come. So I tell him if, if it gets bad and you really feel like you need it, don't abuse this. But if you really need it, just let me know. I might let you. I might let you. I might even help you out. <laughs> he doesn't like me to help him out, honestly. He, he just likes to, he just likes to turn on his, his porn and jerk off. <laughs> it's like, honey. You're not invited. You just you just don't even need to know about it. <laughs> oh. So anyway, there you go. There you have it. Cuckolding and cum restriction. <sighs> Do you have anything to say about it? Does this interest you at all? Do you hate it? Do you not agree with my opinions? Do you have questions about my experiences or anything? Let me know. Guys, I know I'm still going to do the one on prostitution. I am. I'm just not ready to do it yet. And that's why I keep doing other ones. I actually received an email and he asked me and I, he asked me to do prostitution and, and I wrote him back and I said, did, did you listen to my podcast and where I said, I'm going to do it. So you're just telling me, yes, please do it. Or is this a coincidence? And he said, no, I just found it. And it's just a coincidence. I'm like, wow. All right, then that's pretty interesting. I'm definitely going to do it. I am. I just need a little more time. 
uh, I, I need to think about it a little more. So, but it is coming. <laughs> We're all coming. It'll be here soon, guys. But in the meantime, I hope you enjoyed cuckolding. And if there's more that you want to know on the subject, too, ask me some specific questions. I love questions, guys. You know, maybe I didn't get in deep enough. If that's the case, let me know. Um, I just speak from my own experiences and just really off the cuff. So, uh, now if I had someone else to talk to, this is why I need to consider a co-host sometimes because I could banter the heck out of these subjects, <laughs> but that's not the case today, guys. So if you have any questions, please, you can email me at honeyshive62 at gmail.com. It's always H-U-N-N-Y, honeyshive62 at gmail.com. My Twitter is at honeyshive, H-U-N-N-Y-S, hive. You can find me on Chatterbait when I am on. Just go to Chatterbait when I'm on, and I'm usually on about 8.30 a.m. most mornings. So you can try it, and you can uh, just hashtag mature or MILF big boobs, <laughs> you'll find me. And if you want to try to find me there when I'm not on, just uh, search Hello, I'm Honey or Honey's Hive. You, you might. Some people are able to find me. My OnlyFans is I'm Honey. I am Honey, H-U-N-N-Y. I think that's it, guys. Uh, I do have a website that is being built. It will be out soon. It's still being worked on. Uh, and it'll be Honey's Hive. So soon. I will let you know. Stay tuned here and I'll let you know. I'll also announce it on Twitter when it's ready. And the only other thing I want to talk to you about. I've taken the ads off of my podcast. So, uh, you know, and I've ex I explained this. I'm not going to explain it every time, guys. Um, you don't need to hear why, but I have taken it off, so I'm not getting any set income from my podcast, which, yeah, the more traffic I get, the more money I'm out, <laughs> but I have a good reason for taking away the ads. I believe in it, so I, that's what I'm doing. I'm going to give it a shot anyway, see if, if, if this will work, so instead of doing that ads, that is, I have decided to put up a support link. It'll be in the description. If you click that link, it'll take you to a little support box and you can do as little as 99 cents a month. And if you support my podcast, I'd really appreciate it. It'll, it'll keep it ad free. I think you know why it needs to be ad free guys. You know, if I'm describing a really good blowjob to you, and you decide that you want to jerk off and you're getting ready to come and then boom, there's an ad. That would suck. So let's keep it ad free. Consider supporting the podcast. All right. Until next time, guys, I am going to go and uh, thank you so much for your support. Talk to you next time.